This episode of The Incubator is proudly sponsored by Kiesi. This is in the Journal of Gut Microbes. I've never read an article in Gut Microbes before. Um, and uh, I thought this was interesting because in their, uh, what's it called, their um, background, they said this is the first report of uh, microbiome related to skin to skin. And I just wanted the community to know that I have a boatload of premature samples, stool samples related to skin to skin exposure in a freezer somewhere, the University of Florida. So if anybody wants to do this in the preemies, then we can chat about that. But um, basically what they wanted to look at was they uh, randomized dyads to um, one hour of skin to skin care for five weeks versus routine care, whatever the family wanted to do. And as a reminder, these will full-term infants. These are not NICU patients. Um, in total, they had 315 samples. They took uh, 105 samples at week two of the intervention, 107 uh, samples at week five, and 103 at week 52. So again, the one-year follow-up I thought was pretty impressive, actually. Um, the baseline results, the skin-to-skin care group did more skin-to-skin care. That's not surprising. Um, they had an average of 2,067 minutes, plus or minus 850 minutes. The um, routine care, care as usual group had 308, um, plus or minus 442. This was statistically significant. And then they looked at some of these markers of uh, bacterial or microbiome diversity. So they looked at the alpha diversity, which for people who need a reminder, this is kind of the richness um, or number of taxa that is seen in, in, in a, an average sample. And interestingly, um, they did not find that skin to skin care had any effect on alpha diversity. They did see differences in the tire cohort between kind of the early infancy period and the one year period. So that's an interesting um, scatter plot of, of the samples. Um, and then they used uh, a permanova to look at the microbiota composition of the care as usual group and the skin to skin uh, group. And this was uh, showed that there was significant difference in the early infancy samples. Um, so that was statistically significant, but it was not statistically significant in the late infancy samples. They also looked at um, breastfeeding as a covariate. They thought that might certainly change the um, the, the microbiota, but the uh, effects uh, remained uh, significant and the effect size was unchanged. So this suggests that the skin-to-skin care had an effect on microbiota composition independent of its effects on breastfeeding duration. And then they looked at what uh, types of bacteria were there. And I think for the people who do a lot of microbiome research, they'll think this is interesting. So um, they detected a lower relative abundance of uh, Facilobacterium, Eubacterium, Holly, and Rothia, and a higher abundance of Flavonifractor, Lactobacillus, I got it, Bacterioides, and Megasphera in the skin-to-skin group compared to the care-as-usual group. And there were differences in the genera between early and late infancy. They also looked at this measure of microbiota volatility, and this is defined as kind of the intra-individual change in microbiota composition over time. And in general, 
microbiota volatility is seen to be like elevated in certain disease processes, elevated in stressful situations. Um, and what they found was the volatility was lower in the skin-to-skin care group in early infancy um, as compared to the care-as-usual group. And the effect remained unchanged after including breastfeeding, again, suggesting that skin-to-skin care um, independently affects the early microbiota. Breastfeeding and gestational age uh, were negative, negatively related to volatility. And then they looked at microbiota age. So this is kind of a measure of the maturation of the microbiota. I don't know what to make of this. I think it's kind of interesting. Um, but really, it showed that the treatment group or the skin-to-skin care group was actually associated with a lower microbiota age um, with an average decrease of two, of 25 days at one year of age. After adding breastfeeding, the effect size decreased. So while breastfeeding was associated with lower microbiota age, which has been shown previously, um, it did change the effect for the skin-to-skin care. So anyways, I thought it was what'd interesting. What did you make of this? Because this is, so I'm going to say something. All these microbiome papers are flying way above my head. There's, there, this, is, this is very detailed. I would say, yeah. in general, there are happier bacteria. Some bacteria are happier, better for you than other bacteria. So you want more of the happy bacteria. And having uh, this richness or the uh, diversity is, is a good thing. And I think the hope is that, like, say, for our preterm population, who's at risk for, say, something like NEC, um, that if we can increase, if we can stabilize the microbiome, they're less likely to, to have something like NEC. And could skin-to-skin be a vehicle for doing that? Maybe. I don't know. Nobody's shown it yet. And and do you think that this paper moves the needle forward in terms of getting us to an answer? What do you? I mean, because there are some interesting findings that you presented. I think it moves the needle forward in that I hope people will be looking at skin to skin care in a different way. Um, I think that because my personal belief is that skin to skin care is dose dependent, and we haven't proven that anymore. You, you presented something like that as well on on uh, dose almost dose dependent yeah. for skin to skin not too long ago. But because this paper is showing some interesting signals, maybe maybe mm-hmm. it's noise and we'll find out, but there's definitely yeah. some things that are happening. So I think, yeah. I think that's interesting. Um, what will that materialize to end up? Yeah. Um, we're getting... Thank you for listening to the Incubator Podcast. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast or the Apple Podcast website. You can find other episodes of the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcast, or the podcast app of your choice. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to send us questions, comments, or suggestions to our email address, nikupodcast at gmail.com. You can also message the show on Instagram or Twitter at NICUPodcast, or through our website at www.the-incubator.org. This podcast is intended to be purely for entertainment and informational purposes and should not be construed as medical advice. If you have any medical concerns, please see your primary care professional. Thank you.